This episode of Here For It Podcast is brought to you by Sometimes You've already had their man And you have to just tell them I've already had your man And he wasn't man enough for me Um This sounds like I'd rather go blind by Tamar Braxton No it sounds like the senior Blind by Beyonce No Sounds like the senior Braxton Cause she was the one that told y'all oh. 11, 12 years ago Okay When a nigga is not man enough for you Okay Don't accept that nigga And still booking stages How about that? She's booked all of the stages Okay um, And this episode is brought to you by That If you have not seen the Soul Train performance Tony Braxton Of Tony Michelle Motherfucking Braxton I was like in 68 Was everybody middle name Michelle? <laughs> I have an auntie whose middle name is Michelle, so I'm attached to the name. If you have not seen it, <laughs> go look at it. If you were not tuned in at the moment, I was not tuned in at the moment because I didn't care about the Soul Train Awards. But and maybe I text you and I told you, but you don't listen to me. I didn't care because Soul Train Soul Train was a disappointment for like the last four years. I have enjoyed the Soul Train Awards, which is why I watched it the first over Real Housewives of Atlanta. TBH and I tuned in to Candy Nim today. I was like, I can watch it on the app. Well, Tony Braxton gave us a redux of He Wasn't Man Enough for Me. Yeah. Including her original Duan Pop 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 chick. Okay. Tony, Tamar Braxton. She came out and she did the same dances that she did in, the, in other previous ventures. Uh, and I'm absolutely here for it. Then she ran back to her queue, and then the dancers came. She's like, "Bitch, the dancers coming out in 20 seconds. Let me get my ass back up here." Then she ran back up. I was like, "Yes, Tony. Yes, show him you still can do physical fitness, tease." And still did. Okay, where my flat tummy still tea campaign? I want my flat tummy tea. Wait, uh, wig still laid. Okay, I can show y'all the hair boutiques to buy from. And she had Anthony Anderson so shook he was willing to give up everything. In the moment, if you didn't see the the video coverage of Anthony Anderson, so yeah. shook at how the fuck he's like shit. She walking this how way. bad Tony Braxton was. Shit, she come go look here. at it. He was willing to give up blackish. He was willing uh, to give up his marriage. He was willing to give up his children to be close to Tony Braxton wow. in the this moment. The children is a stretch, but okay. Oh, oh yes, he was about to give it up. So, this episode is brought to you by that performance. Tony Michelle, the fuck Braxton, did that. And she deserves all of her flowers, uh-huh. her gold stars, her cookies, because yeah. she's alive and she's a living legend, and we should respect that. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, check out my blog, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E. There's no other. T H E S U P A. M-A-N. I am AKA the exfoliator of booty hoes, BKA the defender of femme niggas that still take dick. Wow. And this is your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker surrounds the new cult hit phenomenon, cult on, ne- hit phenomenon. on Netflix. She's got to have it. Did you watch? Of course. Okay. And so I'm 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 engulfed. I'm involved. Everyone that is watching it is um kind of um comparing it to Insecure. And oh. it shouldn't be compared to Insecure because it's different and she's gotta have it really is like thirty years old or something okay. like that. Like the notion that um 
Ah, what's the filmmaker's name? Issa Rae? No. Spike Lee? Spike Lee. Spike Lee did this like 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, and then this is like a a spinoff of the movie uh-huh. that actually was a, a wave when it came out. But this spinoff is so interesting. It's so important. It's so smart. It's so what we need, especially on Netflix, because Netflix doesn't Channel. have... Doesn't have this kind of smart black content anyway. So if you have not watched, she's got to have it. I go have and not watched. Go and watch it. At least the first couple episodes. It is a couple so of two. So should I watch three? Because you know with Netflix series, sometimes you got to get to episode seven for it. No, if you sometimes after you watch the first episode, you're going to be hooked. Okay. I guarantee. You, after the first episode, you're going to be hooked. So it surrounds a black woman that is sexually free. She is um, open and talking about her sexual mm-hmm. freedom and having choices, and she got her rotation lit. And I can't say rotation. Did not say that you don't want it to be compared to. Issa. But I'm just saying I, 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 it's relatable. Okay, rotations didn't just start. It's when. the Ashanti, but it's not the Beyonce. Okay, well, because mm. you know the girls did the same thing with that comparison as well. It's not the Ashanti. It'll be the scissor to Beyonce. But it's like three generations apart. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, she's so, nominated best in worst. She Grammy. she got Grammy nominations, and Ashanti's not nominated nominated for nothing this year. So that's what that's where. Oh, I'm going okay. With that. That's where you're going. Okay. Yeah, you're going far. No, I'm, I'm going, talking about between generations. I'm going close because SZA's nominated now, and Ashanti's. I'm trying to find she's got to have it on working at cabarets. You know, I'll be on the plane tomorrow, so I got to make sure. So I'm she's got to have it. It's on Netflix. It's a great show. Our icebreaker is about that. Hopefully, my co-host is about to catch up. But we're gonna do another. But what's the icebreaker part? Very that you wanna... variation of fuck Mary kill. Okay. So the title character Nola uh, is dating three men at once, and mm-hmm. she's unapologetic about dating three men at once. She's dating one Mars, who. I seriously thought at first that he was trans. Oh, wow. I was. Oh, not, I stopped the same thing when I saw the trailer. I I was not. He looks co- fun though. He is really fun. Extremely fun, and we'll get to that. Yeah, because he. But I thought he was trans. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with trans men. Uh-huh. I still, you know, have you know some things. We I talked wanted. about fetishes. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was trans. He's apparently not. Okay. He's apparently born a male. With the penis and all of that. He just got the he's long lips being hair and light he's just, skin. He's just different. Yeah. And so in New York, sometimes you encounter different things and different people. Mm-hmm. So you have Mars. He's one. You have Greer, who is the light-skinned, say, extremely yeah. attractive, just gorgeous, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, figure of what a quote-unquote gorgeous, light-skinned man yeah. is, who is also a little... Um, Does he cook, or is he just no, he, going no. to the hottest club and being at the new theater? Yeah, but he also theater. has money. He has a good position. Okay. And he's, you know, just really conceited about himself, but it's still kind of cute a okay. little bit. Um, and then there's also Jamie, who's the chocolate, well-established guy, a little bit older guy. Um, Cuter than the other two. Subjective. Subjective, because I like chocolate dudes. Subjective. I like. Cause, okay. Because when we get to fuck Mary Kill, you'll see what 
I think and other people might think uh, the same or different uh, things, and so it's subjective. Yeah. Okay. So the three I'm of them at the IMDb. And he, so he, the he, three of them on she's got to have it offer so many different things to one woman. Mm-hmm. It shows you how hard it is sometimes when you're in Noah's position to just pick one attractive, professional. Because sometimes one nigga can throw the dick. Like, you want him to throw the dick and put you to sleep right after. Sometimes the nigga is financially stable and knows a lot about the world. Sometimes he's financially stable. No, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Sometimes he is. Sometimes Real he life is. scenario. Yeah. And he can teach you about the world around him and teach you, you know, how how you should interact with other people and stuff like that. And you want to learn those things and that's Come sexy on, to learn you. something from your partner. Yeah, and that's sexy to you. Um, and sometimes you just really want that pretty boy arm candy you can take around and your girlfriend's going to be mad about it. And your mom going to be like, oh, he's so cute. Y'all going to have cute babies and you all of that shit. You can take a picture with just his beard showing and girls be like, oh, my God, he look, he used a good beard oil. Right. And so sometimes yes, you want all yes. of those different things. And Nola is dating all three of these dating and fucking all three of these niggas at uh-huh. the same time. And maybe by shows in, we will figure out whether she's going to make a decision on either okay, one. Okay, so um, the one that is the dark-skinned chocolatey guy, I clicked on somebody's name. What's the dark-skinned chocolatey guy? The dark-skinned chocolatey guy's name is Jamie. Okay, so what does Jamie do? Uh, He's like a executive he's banker. Yeah, okay. banker or something like that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly what his real job is. But okay. he makes decent money, and he's able to... What is he good at? Is he's he good, good at, in the bedroom, or is he good at social gatherings? Or? It looks like he's good in the bedroom because they had a really dope sex scene. Okay. Um, and it looks like he's good at providing and being Big stable for yeah. Nola so far. Okay. So, our icebreaker this week is fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Um, I would straight up kill Mars. Sorry. I love you, Mars. Mars is the most. Mars looks like the most fun. And I feel like I'm going to regret that once you I will. actually see soon it. You, as soon as you see it, watch. I, once I see it. And listeners, if you guys have not seen it yet, let us know in the comments what you thought before you saw it and what you thought after you saw the first two episodes. Yeah. So when I look at Greer, I would want to F him because he's attractive. I want to F him because he's attractive. So I would Yeah. Um, but giving my type I like people that can provide. And so when I was like, I like him. He's dark-skinned, tall, and he's professional. He appears professional. Then you said that he was, Mm -hmm. and he's a provider, and I'm more of a submissive person who goes with what, you know, whatever works. I definitely can see it working between me and Bay. So so Bay to you is Jamie. Yes. So marry Jamie. Kill Mars, fuck Greer for yeah. you. All right, so mine's gonna be a little bit different. Oh my god, I'm scared. Woo! You probably um, gonna marry the weird one. The tr- the I don't want to be offensive. He's a real boy. He first is. off, he's a real man. He's in Hamilton. Shout out to Mars. He's in Hamilton, and so oh, this is daytime job. So this mm-hmm. Netflix gig was yeah okay. something that got him another job was he was already in Hamilton book okay paid, all of that Hashtag. and so why not book this nigga in a Netflix show because Netflix got coin like that um I would definitely fuck Greer Greer the light skinned um okay. conceited one yeah he's got pretty eyes you just he's gotta really, get him out the way yeah he's got pretty eyes he's really tall he really ain't about to be shit ain't probably gonna be shit you just gotta get him out the just way just fuck him 
Fuck them and keep them fuck memories in your head when you have to masturbate. I would fuck Greer. I would kill Jamie. Jamie the chocolate one because Jamie is boring. Okay. And boring means I'm going to end up fucking your brother, your cousin, fucking a nigga down the street. Mm -hmm. Even though he's a provider, you have to make sure you can provide for yourself and you don't have to depend on a nigga to provide for you. Come on. So I would kill Jamie. And I would definitely marry Mars. Mars, Mars just looks fun. Mars is fun. He makes her laugh uh-huh. every scene. And the sex scene, Mars put it down. Okay. And he's tall, light skinned. There's nothing wrong with no dark skinned nigga. Mm-hmm. I love a love I love, love, love dark skinned niggas. But when you make somebody laugh, like laugh, laugh, and then not fake laughing, that goes leaps and Far beyond anything any other nigga can do. When he can make you laugh at anything and change your whole mood, uh-huh. that is the sexiest thing a nigga can do. So I would definitely marry Mars, definitely fuck Greer, and kill Jamie. But I like Jamie. Um, I was watching Tyrone Magnus on YouTube. And he said that there was a girl he was courting at the time, and she had the ugliest laugh. And it was like one of the major things that kept him from dating her. In the future, yeah, and I, mean, I was like, "Well, I don't want to do my ugly laugh, and then my potential bay is not here for me anymore because I need him to." No, be do your ugly it. laugh, and then if a nigga accepts your ugly laugh, you're like, "Ooh, this nigga is the one. He don't care about my <laughs> ugly laugh." Because I do my ugly laugh on here for a podcast every week, mm. and people are like, "Oh my god, Ronald Matters sound like he's having so much fun." I'm like, "Yeah, I am. I love this podcast, but." You know, I could go on a tangent. So, and if you love this podcast as well, make sure you subscribe to us on Patreon. All right, now we just got two microphones. My co-host is sitting far away from me over there, and I'm over here. And I was like, "We're sitting so far," but and you guys are sitting over there listening okay. to us. Make sure you subscribe to Patreon if you want to keep this podcast going. We would appreciate it so very much. Thank you guys so much for your donations. Um, we're still working on our live show. Oh, sorry, damn, I just gave it away because I'm intoxicated. We're working on something big for our first year anniversary. This is why I don't tell him many secrets. I only told him a little bit because he can't hold motherfucking Um, water. But, yeah, we're working on things, and we need your support on Patreon. Um, My co-host, anybody who has asked me, I've always said, my co-host is over that, and forge your concerns about those things to him. But my co-host is working on something big for our first year anniversary. Um, so we definitely want you guys to go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com, and get some exclusive content for slash your everybody else can get. You know, sometimes when you get, sometimes you get a little dick or a little ass well, that everybody. I was going to do a chicken analogy, but you just went no. to dick. So, do yeah, I want dick, to chicken yeah. or dick? Or dick and ass. Sometimes you get some dick that you know you're not supposed to really get because that nigga's real fine. Uh-huh. But he had a little time or some ass. Um, oh. And then you just appreciate it so much more. And so, I want you guys to appreciate Here for a Podcast so much more because this is some dick and some ass that you probably couldn't get all the time. You may not get it all the time after this. Uh-huh. So, make sure that you go over to Patreon. This sounds like a mix of Greer and Mars together. I'll accept that. Um, you want to fuck one, you want to marry the other stuff. So just well, I want I want them to right marry, there in the middle, just right there in the middle. I want them to marry us because they're already fucking us by listening. Okay. Um, so marry us by going over to Patreon.com/slash Here for a Podcast and donate just a little bit. Just a little bit. What's going uh, on in hot topics this week? I'm so nervous. The hottest topic. I don't know what you got. 
the hottest topic this week is World AIDS Day is Friday. Yes, sir. And so if you um, have been living under a rock for the past 40 or 50 years, um, mm-hmm. please make sure that you at least make your presence known on the internet. If you don't want to go out somewhere in public and be in a parade, there are plenty of parades here in D.C. There are plenty of parades in New York. There are plenty of parades in Houston and Dallas um, where you can go and represent your support and your unity for anyone that has been diagnosed with HIV. Well, I'll give you a time because sometimes it's Friday. You can take off work at 12, go to the local community center at 1, sit at the front desk and just check people in while they get tested because a lot of people are going to come in to get tested on World AIDS Day. Yep. A lot of people would um, have questions about how to be connected to resources. So your local gay community center is going to need some extra support. Call them today. Call them tomorrow. We love when the community calls us and says, hey, how can I be a part of this? How can I, you know, support this? Sometimes it's as simple as posting on your Facebook. Today is World AIDS Day. And checking in somewhere else. Come to Dallas Pride Center and come get tested. It is so simple. So pretty please call your local gay community community center and ask them how you can help on Friday. Yeah. Um, And if you only have... An hour to give or if you have no time to give Make sure you at least do something Because HIV and AIDS Affects all of us All of us that are listening Even if you don't have it Even if you have it Even if you know someone that has it If you know someone that died from it Mm -hmm. It affects all of us And this is a day that we have set aside That the government has set aside For us to Reaffirm each other In the struggle there have been tens of millions, tens of millions of people that have died from uh-huh. HIV and AIDS complications, and it doesn't have to be tens of millions or more. It does not. So let's talk about the virus. Let's talk about the struggle. Let's talk about all of those things. Let's talk. Let's be represented and not be quiet this coming Friday. If you are quiet, you are complacent. Oh wow. Um, Robert Mueller is the greatest white hope that America ever had and i really need his ass How to hurry the fuck up there yep are you changing topics or i'm changing topics oh, okay yep. well, okay mm-hmm. great this, okay. this is the next hottest topic okay like world days day is the hot 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 yeah this that's friday the, that's the hot sugar of hot take topics. your cute thirst trap picture to between today and tomorrow and, and post, post it, it friday with hashtag world ace day that'll fuck them up it's gonna fuck me up that's gonna um, fuck them up yeah um but there's never been a whiter hope than Robert Mueller. Yep. He is the greatest white hope that we have ever had. And I still have a lot of hope and faith in him. And I really need him to hurry this shit the fuck up. Yeah. Um, North Korea just tested another ballistic missile that could reach New York and or D.C. And I know, um, I don't know about y'all. But I don't. I don't want them to take out here for Excuse a podcast. Me, I need my check. Oh, I was thinking about my money. <laughs> this the money I make in DC is amazing. I don't need them to take out here for a podcast. And so, if you're still still listening to here for a podcast and you continue to listen, thank you guys for your subscribe subscription. Mm-hmm. But um, they could be taking us out. They are testing ballistic missiles from North Korea that could hit New York and or DC as of today. Are they still flying over Japan or they're yeah with it? that yeah. And, well, South Korea, they reported it, but they are, they were flying over Japan a couple months ago. 
Anyway, those those missiles could hit here for a podcast, and mm. I'm not here for it. I'm I want not. y'all, somebody, if you know Robin Buller, if y'all know his number, tell him to hurry this shit the fuck up. We need to get this nigga, this president out of office because we are all in danger. And um, I don't want y'all to be missing another episode of Your World Podcast. I know y'all listen all the time, and I know y'all get y'all life. Okay, we're close to episode 40, so child, imagine what we could do when we get to episode 200. Oh my God, I'm so excited about that anniversary. Wow. Oh, our 100th episode. I'm excited about that as well. I'm excited about all of them, but child, I'm gay, so there's that. What's next? Indeed. And so, um, in the Trump vein of news, so I got this question about um, having sex with this white boy. So, one, um, I don't typically have sex with white boys. I okay. have before, so I'm, I'm not against it. Um, I've had good sex with a couple white boys once or twice or something like that. All right. Um, but this one white boy is a, a Trump supporter. And mm. I'm like... I can't. I'm not. I can't get jiggy with this. They know what jiggy means, so you can use that word. Oh, because they're from the '90s. They're a whore from the '90s. Um, okay. I'm not giving no dick up to anybody that's a Trump supporter. Would you give up some ass to a Trump supporter? Well, not knowingly. So knowingly, I definitely not. I'm not. No. I'm not giving up no dick to no Trump supporter. Like if it's on your grinder or on your jet, if it's on your plenty of fish or your OK Cupid. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. And you know, I'm glad I moved to DC because there are different men on different apps. Usually, um, if I was in Memphis, still, Thank um, God for I Jesus. would only be able to look at just like Jacks because, like, on Grinder they will be racist, and there will definitely be no one of interest on OK Cupid. But here, there's different flavors of guys on different apps, so you really got. But anyway, main touch point, a neighbor, touch a neighbor. Main point. Um, yeah, I can't. Like, if it was on his profile, I can't. So, y'all let me know in the comments. Um, email us questions at here for a podcast. About Trump know. supporters, don't. Because I'm not reading those. <laughs> don't. If, no. you, if you would make an exception, you know, what if, you know, the nigga was cute? Or if he was, you know, a white person. You know, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is really cute. Okay. Thor. Cool. Um, what if he was a Trump supporter? Can uh, you imagine fucking Chris Hemsworth as a Trump supporter? Um... I'm going. Are we still playing fuck Mary kill? Because I'm about to kill. I don't know. Um, FBI investigation. I can't do this. I I can't. And I just wanted to bring the topic but up because to I Robert can't. Mueller though, because we do great. Still still need him. Um, the other thing in hot topics, Gay Star News had a viral. Um, they're like a penis photo. <laughs> what is that? From was, over, that was we not got penis. two mics. I can't tell. Thank you guys so much for donating to our Patreon. But I can't tell because you're so far away. But Guess Our News has an article um, out that has been in other blog spheres and been talked about on social media throughout. That um, The title is Straight Guys Reveal Why They Love oh. Bottoming. Oh, I knew it. When you said straight guys, I was like, I've heard the title this week. And so it's viral. It went everywhere. A lot of people are talking, and a lot of people were having a conversation. And I definitely wanted to bring it to here for a podcast so that we can have the same conversation yeah. and give you some enlightened perspectives. Oh my God. So, why do you think straight guys love bottoming? 
Um, well, usually they're doing it with women, and it's called pegging. Pegging. And that's uh, when a woman puts on a strap on or she uses a dildo when she penetrates her partner, and he receives anal pleasure from a female. Mm-hmm. And Gay Star News said that pegging was the hottest sex trend of 2016. What was their source? Is it? Did they list their I source? guess they did a poll of okay. these straight men that love bottoming. Um, and pegging was their hottest trend. I believe it's become a fetish because it's so taboo. It's like the same way incest porn has become a thing now. And I just cannot, all that my stepsister, my stepbrother, my stepdad. Or people like, sleep porn. I'm like, this shit is legal. It's um, illegal. What it's is illegal. Especially the incest porn. I think it's still illegal in Oklahoma. So be careful where you're doing this incest porn. But not Alabama or Mississippi. But that's why you have to be careful. I think because it's a fetish, um, and it's one of those things that's so. Well, pedophilia is a fetish that also is illegal. But that's my answer. Um, Do you have a different answer? Pretty. I I thought it was. I thought it was interesting to see some of the quote unquote straight sources that the the article was uh, espousing, talking about. You know, they first started with obviously. Someone eating their someone eating their ass for the first no time. Fingers. Found out the shit feel good. Oh, this where home base is. Mm. If I want to get to where I'm going, I need to. Take and a home so base. they were substituting in the article. They were talking about people that were substituting regular heterosexual sex mm-hmm. with just being eaten out because this that sound like me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Trey, so you, you should have been the source for the article. Uh, I but, know the survey but substituting that for regular heterosexual sex because it was something that was unknown uh-huh. and felt dangerous and new and you know Fetishing. like like fucking somebody in the closet, I wouldn't know. What, well, I actually would. I wouldn't say. Um, and so they started that route, and then that route turned into um, like vibrating cock rings, dick rings, um, to four inch dildos, to ten inch dildos because they, they just seven. They just skip seven completely. Well, eight and a half. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we just woo. So there are straight men um, quoted in in this article talking about how much um, they have put that as in importance on their relationships now. Because if a girl is not interested in doing any of that, they're not interested in her anymore. And I think that's a revolution. It's a great revolution because straight men are actually saying, I like these things. I like these things. I enjoy these things. And it doesn't make me a homosexual. You're not going to pin me to missionary and doggy. I have 67 other positions I would like to do. And so, I'm excited. I feel like these are more millennials. You probably are excited. A little bit. You're a little nasty. I feel like these are more millennials. I don't feel like these are 30 and 40 year old niggas saying these things. Um... Even though they semi have experienced them, but the mm-hmm. millennials are more open in saying what they like and the love. Millennials are more open. Mm. All these sexual innuendos, I can't. Mm. Just, I can't focus. I said it. And I meant <laughs> it. I said it and I meant it. Um, I'm excited for it. And so, I'm excited too. If you have not checked out the article, the articles on Gay Star News, we will include the link on the podcast. It is great reading, especially if you have no idea about. Your straight brothers getting pegged, fucked, licked, and all of those all things. All the um, the blue group, the Sigmas. 
Woo! It ain't just them. It started off. Never mind. Oh, did it start off with the red group? Yeah, Kappa's. Kappa's. Kappa's looked very susceptible. Yeah, it was more on Kappa's first. Yeah. Because um, you got to be college educated. Because you got to know that the thing thing is in the thing thing. And you know, we real heterosexual men don't be careful. Like, what? Bitch, get out of my face. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'm put this back in the closet. Why do you own that? Let's start there. And so next, um, I want to make sure I gloat a little bit about Luke James. I've talked about Luke James um, on this podcast mm-hmm. probably two or three or four or five times. Um, that he is probably going to be the next Supreme. I disagree. That's fine. Um, and he proves you wrong on the last. I think he wants to be Johnny Gill because when he goes up with his Johnny notes, Gill could never. Johnny Gill has a collection album called Favorites, and every single track on Favorites by Johnny Gill goes U P. That's all I got. And then goes right back down. All right. Um, but I've been singing his praises for years. True. Been trying to get y'all to understand. What's his Instagram name? I'm not telling y'all. Y'all need to follow him. What's the him. name of his last album? <laughs> not you want to give your man to yourself. Yeah, it's not Don't for y'all. Don't follow my man. It's not for y'all. Wait. Follow me. I am the Superman <laughs> on Instagram, and then and maybe I will communicate. And then maybe I'll make him my man crush Monday, and you can see a picture. But you don't need to follow him. Thanks. Um, Shout out to the shade fan. Luke James showed the fuck out at the Soul Train Awards. And he is the only person When he this went year. up with that note, it was so unexpected. And then I had to watch it twice. Cause it was like, the first time I wasn't expecting it, but the second time I watched it, I could appreciate the beauty and the unbreak um, my... And then, he, ah. uh, yeah, and then he went up. And I was like, okay. It sounded very Candy Burris the first time I watched it. No. But the second time, I was like, wow. He hit the note and he held it. Candy could never... He held the note and he took the note into. He caressed it. Mars. He uh-huh. took it out of this world. Um, he is the next hot topic for me because again, like I've continued. To Come tell on back, y'all, Tony yeah. Braxton tribute. I, yeah, I'm back to that. Um, there has not been tributes this year. Like all the tributes have been failed. Yeah. I'm not gonna go back to the AMAs wow. and the Christina I was like, wow. I know where you're going with. I, skip. Fail. That was a full fail. Um, okay, reverse back to me or something because you don't say that no more. Thanks. Skip, draw two, bitch. <laughs> you draw two. Find me another two. Anyway, uh, um, have. there have not been like good tributes this year. I don't know what the fuck any all these producers and production assistants have been thinking. But the person that put Luke James on this Tony Braxton tribute knew what the fuck they were doing, uh-huh. and I'm absolutely here for it. Hey, Thank hey. you because you knew who could do it and who could not. They put Luke James up there. Jessie Ware tried her best. Um, Jessie J, we love her. Oh, yeah, her. Uh, who was the other person? IDK, LOL. Me either. Um, but they did their best as uh-huh. do pop pop chicks. And so, um, thank you for that. I thought it was a teensy-winksy bit of shade because Jessie J and Luke James have dated in the past, like three years ago. They, You can... Break up with a person and say that you're gonna be friends, but then like when y'all are actually booked for the same stage, you be like, "Girl, I actually got to look here and be friends." <laughs> well, she might want to continue to be his friend because he's gonna continue to get booked for tributes and yeah. And there was also not. a chick involved, so I was like, "Okay, I got to go up here and be friends." And there's a chick involved. 
Okay, I'll still do it. Okay, I'm just gonna stand right here in the middle and he's gonna stand over here and I'm gonna stand over there. How about that? Dope. Okay. Um, again, that was the other hot topic that I want to discuss because Luke James is still the next Supreme. And if y'all have not gotten on board, he's got a couple new singles out. It's not a new album. Uh huh. But go check those out because the nigga is vocally talented. Um, it's kind of sort of a hot topic, but in social studies this week, I want to talk about Married to Medicine because I am totally here for Dr. Jackie. You know, we live for Dr. Jackie. She's the most educated. She's the most professional. She don't let all that drama get to her, but she has been crying these past two or three episodes. Well, the season so far, because I think we're up to episode five. And, you know, she finally confessed. She was like, the thing that bothers me the most about my husband cheating on me and ended up on the shade room was I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And when I saw Dr. Jackie crying, and she said that twice, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it. And she said her other homegirl, Dr. Simone, child, God bless her. Um, You know, so I definitely want to take a moment to talk about the... Oh, um, the five love languages, Mm -hmm. which originally came out in 1995, where this guy talks about the five ways a person shows their love. And you've got to, when you're in the talking stages, what is he complaining about most in his relationships? Does he wish that his mom would do this? Or does he wish his closest friends would do these types of things? Because he would appreciate those types of things. And what is he expecting from you? In the relationship so the five way the five love languages there you go words of affirmation he'll tell you that you my girl he'll come over your house spend all of his saturdays and sundays with you will come over at eight o'clock when he had to work late and he was that's time quality work, time yeah yeah so time is he also a different love language that's the words of affirmation language. is I'm going through all five <laughs> words of affirmation quality time he will give you gifts. Mm-hmm. He will also do acts of service. And the last one is physical touch. And when we get there, we be like, that's the one I need, sir. I touch. can identify with this um, fifth love language. I need that physical touch. So I want to make sure our listeners, thank you for listening to Here For A Podcast, the five love languages. And what's your response to that? Because I know you make sure that you identify which love languages are the most important to you. And so, a lot of us can use a amalgam of all five of them, uh-huh. but figure out which two are the most. I was going to say three. No, because I mean that's a lot. But you should want someone to be communicating with you on all five. You okay. should want that, but you have to figure out which are the most important two. I didn't see it coming. I didn't like to see Dr. Jackie on Marriage to Medicine. She's not that girl. She's not emotive like that. Mm-hmm. Even when they gave her the bachelor party and Dr. Heavenly picked out all the stripper men to come through. She just said, they're like, okay, these 22-year-olds with these buff chests, they metabolism fast. <laughs> girl, he ain't 50 and survived breast cancer twice to be married for 20 years. He can't do nothing for me. He probably only fucking 15 minutes, too. Um, but you have to figure out which two of the five love languages pertain to you the most uh-huh. and communicate those two to your partner to say, hey, look, words of affirmation and time are for me. If you can do these two things of those five, 
the pussy's gonna be lit all the time. The yeah. dick is gonna be hard all the time. Yep. I'm gonna want to pay the bills all the time. Uh-huh. I'm going to want to be at home with you all the time. I'm going to want to take you on trips. All of, whatever it is that would make y'all happy as a couple can be compounded by you communicating which two of the love languages are most important to you, and then him communicating those two back to you. And the same for hers, because women need a lot of communication. Um, but communicate those two most important ones and say, hey, listen, I I live. It makes me wet. It makes me hard when I hear you tell me that you love me and I'm the most important nigga in the world. That's a word of affirmation. Those are words of affirmation. Or it makes me so hard. It makes me so wet when... Wow. Why does it have to be about it? Uh, so it always leads back to physical touch. <laughs> Cause you, no, but the, okay. but but we, I, I'm not. If physical touch isn't even one of my examples, but it makes me hard, so hard or so wet when you keep talking about being hard and wet. I just feel like I'm really excited about our relationship. It makes me so hard or it makes me so <laughs> wet when you spend four hours straight with me. Yeah. You put your phone down or you turn your phone on do not disturb or you don't even answer calls or answer texts and you just sit here on the couch with me watching um, Married to Medicine Married to Medicine and Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's got to have it because they're going to talk about it on Or whatever the fuck I want to be doing right now, but you're spending your time that you could be doing a thousand other things on and with with me. And what about these gifts? What kind of gifts we getting? Cause you so, know he was sending a different gift to the office every. He said the Swarovski crystal because it represented fifteen years of marriage. So he felt he was supposed to give her a crystal. And then he sent her a Louis bag because who doesn't like a nice Louis bag? You know. So gifts are important. And next is act of service. Yeah. How would you describe acts of service? Um. And so acts of service are you know depending on the person. If you know, I have a podcast. Okay. And I want you to come here and be my support system during my podcast. It's the couch over there. Or, you know, if I'm going to go feed the homeless for Thanksgiving, I need you to come here and be feed the homeless with me. I had an ex that was a funeral um, parlor director. Okay. And I went and was embalming bodies with him to show him you that committed. I was interested and you committed. Were committed. Yeah. No, regular, that's not like a regular nigga thing. They say embalming smells bad. You have to wear like gloves and suits. Yeah, there's a whole PPE outfit for uh-huh. it. But PPE, personal what? protective equipment. That's the medical. Okay. You did go to medical school, so. I did not go to medical school. You went to something. Okay. I went to nursing school. Um, but anyway, so those type of things show people the way you feel about them, the way you say you feel about them. Because I can say I love you, but did I show you that I loved I'm you? right now. Did I tell you that I loved you in the way, the right ways that you wanted to hear it? Words of affirmation. Um, did I give you the gifts that showed you that I loved you? Did I, you know, some niggas? If you didn't buy me an iPhone X, and you it's know, called that, iPhone ten. If you didn't buy the latest piece of trash that iPhone um, <laughs> has delivered, and I you know, that, and you know that I, I paid Pro next. So if anybody wants to. Um, so that so gifts, gifts for me is for Ronald Matters. Cool. iPad Pro. Yeah, he wants gifts. Um, he's probably still not gonna put out. So I wish y'all the best of luck. Um, but you have to figure out what those two love languages are for you and for your mate, so y'all can communicate in love the best way. All right, now. 
So my question to you is, seriously, what do you think my two love languages are? Because uh, as my friend, you got to know. Uh, no, I don't. As my closest friend, <laughs> you get to know if Ronald Matters needs words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service, or if Ronald Matters just is craving physical touch. Physical touch. Okay. Um, and I would probably say next after physical touch is words of affirmation. Most Virgos need their ego stroked just a little bit. Oh. So, for you, I would definitely say acts of service and quality time. Confirm. Because you like to spend a lot of time with the person you're interested in. If I'm interested in you. If I'm not interested in you, you know, well, that nigga kicked me out after five minutes, so he probably not. Shout out to the Shay fan. Um, but I definitely think acts of service is second. Like, what are you interested in? What can I do to show you that I love you? An example they gave um, was if you do this person's laundry and they're like, oh, well, that's a household chore. You ain't did nothing fancy. Then your spouse doesn't understand that there was an act of service, you know, or maybe you need to have a conversation about acts of service towards Eddie Superman. Call me, child. And now I'll tell you what an act of service could be. His phone cut off. Oh, oh send me a DM and I'll respond when I um, get back from the beach. So, um, but definitely those two things. So, today's task is to identify the two. I said three, but I'll take it down to two. Hmm. Uh, words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Identify the two that you need the most and make sure that anyone that you're talking to right now knows that. Not, well, hopefully you're know it enough to tell people in the future but definitely people you're courting right now you're getting to know right now because they need to know it right now so there's that so what do you think the difference between a power top a power bottom or a power versatile is what's the power verse oh they're they're niggas out there um, <laughs> i would marry a power top but then there are niggas out there that have considered themselves no, power no, versatiles that no. means i am a power bottom and a power top at the same time. Cool. Um, the CDC emailed me the stats from their last survey. And, you know, people are finding out sooner rather than later about their infection. And Which I'm infection? not judging, but... Which infection are you talking about? You know. So there's that. So I assume he's talking about HIV infections. Um. So, what's the difference between the, what's the difference between them? You know the difference. You don't have to ask me that. But everyone doesn't. Oh well, let us know. Hashtag sexual health. So, hashtag. If you are a power bottom, what makes you a power bottom? I had this discussion on Facebook yesterday. I personally enjoy receiving. Um, when it comes to but you can receive at the drop of a dime. You can I take am, all of the dick if all of the dick is thrown I at you. I ate one solid meal today. I've been at home all day. That's not your story all the time, though. That, it, that can very well be my story. If I need to prepare, I can be ready in 10 minutes. And in D.C. traffic, I'll be more than ready. Um, you know. And so I, you feel like you're a power bottom? I can receive penis for a long period, logically time. Okay. Um, I'm not interested in getting one. It doesn't really matter to me. 
And you know, I'm all about things that matter to me. It's my name. So, um, you know, like those types of things, power bottoms, you know. And when it comes to tops, oh, we were having the conversation on Facebook about, well, you know, these men out here, these quote-unquote trade, love to give. They will, uh, what is eating it? I mean, like you're a boy, so I have to go back here and some, hopefully he will. And when you're a power top, eating um, ain't always on the menu. Lies. I think that that's you included. Can be, you can No, I think that's included in being a power top. I think you have to reconsider because there's a lot of like drug dealer guys out here. They're not power there's tops. There's a lot of that's you fucking trade. A power top. So trade is not a top. Okay. No, oh, trade just, can be topping, but he's not a top. You're not a top unless you know what the fuck a well, top this is. This part where I be a submissive bottom unless you have that. <laughs> but I said what I said because I deal with that market. No, no one no one is a top unless they know what the fuck a top is. And you can't be you can't be a self proclaimed top. Sometimes the girls be um firefighters and you can see it. Cause your little son like playing with fire. What? Um but a power top is someone that knows what the fuck he's doing, knows that this is his lane. Okay. He prepares his dick. And he prepares the ass for oh, the. Oh, a power top prepares his ass. The wow. No, I said prepares the ass, not. Oh, his the ass. ass. Okay. And so, in preparation of the ass means, you know, sometimes I might have to yeah. boo you into taking your clothes off. Might have to massage you a little bit. Tell you how to hold it up. Yeah, makes you no, not just telling you, demanding that you hold it up. Oh, come on, power. That's a power top. No, no stars network. Can you can you arch it a little bit? No, uh, it's nigga arch arch that back. Up. What slapping you if you're not arching it correctly? Yeah, that's a power top. Um, mm-hmm. And so you can't be a power top if you don't even know what a top is. You just fucking if you're not understanding of what a top is because every heterosexual nigga can fuck a homosexual nigga if he wanted to, and it could be good to the homosexual nigga, maybe, but that don't make him a top. A top, so, a power top, okay. knows how to eat it, uh-huh. knows how to beat it, yeah. and knows how to make you ski. What that is? I never heard of it before. I don't know. Maybe you don't know no power tops. <laughs> um, I don't. Tbh. But that those are those are qualities that a power top has. And so can Jamie do that for me, or would I have to go Jamie? to Mars? Oh, um, I don't. I feel like. Greer might be a power. No, I feel like queer, Greer might be verse. No shade. Okay. Um, We're either going back to she. I don't think. Have I'll, it. Yeah, she's got to have it. I don't think any of them are power tops. No shade. Oh my god, not even my baby. I don't think any of them are, are power tops. I think I that love you, Jamie. Greer is definitely verse. Okay. If the options because he's the light skin cute one. But it's not just that when you watch it, you will see the light skin cuteness. That arises from him is like his image. His image is so important, and everything else falls second to that. And that doesn't that doesn't give me power top. Might give some other people power top. Hashtag power. But power verse is the other like in the middle of. You have to be careful about that because I feel like a power verse. Given that I have a disdain for verse people. I openly admit that up front because girls says, but he needs to tell y'all this. Um, but I just feel like when you're so stuck in your head about 
who's supposed to do what and who's supposed to play what role and who's supposed to. So I get. I, they see it as a blessing because that they know that they're supposed to. Well, you know, like when I'm topping, I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to do this. And when I'm a topping, I'm supposed to, you know, caress my bottom a little bit and go slow, <coughs> a little taste. But, and I just feel like verse dudes just be too mental. And I don't know that. Uh, I just feel. I don't know. I just feel. I understand that feelings are also subjective. Um, people that have uh, claimed the power verse mantle okay. um, proclaim to be good at being a power bottom and being a power top. I can't take that away from them because typically I only experience one version of themselves right. when I experience them. But they. Um, Proclaim that they are good at both And that is a real possibility okay. There's a real possibility that you could know All of the things and do all of the things That can make you a power top uh-huh. And know and do all the things that can make you a power bottom It just is situation dependent 27 interesting quotes about people Who think they know it all They make articles on Google about this <laughs> Well So shout out to the verse people um, That's all I got I, oh, I thought you were. That's literally all I have. Well, make sure you identify yourself if you are a power versatile, if you're a power top, or if you're a power bottom. Or if you're a power prayer. And some Read people are, are, just, are just that, and that's fine, I guess. Um, but be good at whatever the fuck you're doing. Don't be half stepping out here. I was watching a video today. The girl was like, What if cancer is your body's way of saving you from a disease that was. Way more subjectable to killing you. Okay, so why am I still down of the cancer though? What? I changed was the subject. This, Ta-da! It worked. Was that Chrisette <laughs> Michelle? It was some girl who of Caucasian descent on YouTube. Oh, that means she got eleven million views <laughs> to say nothing. Yes, okay. and that's what the the video that I was watching was about. It was. Can you believe she said this? I'm just. Bless I just want to change the subject. So Bless I guess I should go into thank you guys so much for leaving us um, reviews on Apple Podcasts, leaving us comments on SoundCloud, and definitely more than ever for following us on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, a comment from SoundCloud, it says, oh, last week you asked about do we like storylines and porn? And Dewey Sifferth, uh-oh. Well, I feel like I said that wrong. Said, I like the storyline in porn. I get off with real life situations in porn, then fast forward through. So you, you see what's going on first. Okay, it might be she about to have sex with the pool boy. So you understand the dynamic of what's Shout going on. Shout out to our friend from Memphis. And what's making are. this, you know, how did we get here? It's. All that. right. Well, I'm glad he appreciates it. I um, don't. Uh oh. Cordell left us a lot of miss Cordell Stone. Okay, now Stuart. And it says, a shout out to Hereford for such an informative and excellent podcast. And yes, Ronald Matters, you are so very right about people wanting to work and make their families happy. I was talking about the Puerto Rico. My last call was to the families who really want to get back to work and help us get rid of all these medical supplies that are on back order, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, and yes, Ronald Matters, you are so right about people wanting to work and make their families happy. And thank you for mentioning Puerto Rico. So many people are forgetting about Puerto Rico. So um, thank you guys for leaving us comments.
comments on SoundCloud and everywhere that you leave us a review. Thank you. We appreciate it. Make sure that you leave constructive criticism if necessary. All right now, because somebody if, said they didn't like song for your soul. It was one person. That's cool. Um, and I have time and Vaseline to fight you in the comments. Um, so what's your song for your soul this week? Oh, great. <laughs> Just to piss the, that person off. Um, the song for my soul this week is from an album from your favorite year. It's from an album. Wow, at least the girl got an album because the girl's talking. Oh, she has many albums. Um, but it's from your favorite year. We've talked about your favorite year being the year 2000. Uh-huh. This album came out in the year 2000. It was called The Heat. Right. It was um, not supported as much as some of the other albums. And I don't know why. Because it was a lot of creative genius on this fucking album. Okay. Uh, Tony Michelle Braxton. Come on, Michelle. You just brought up her middle name again. Come on. Put out this album. And... When I tell you there was hit after hit after hit after song after Maybe song. Maybe it's my song. Just Be a Man About It is also my jam, but. Yeah. But on the heat, there was. Should I give him some? Maybe. Because okay. something. You, you might not have to give him some. You might not want to. And I'm over here. Depending on what he's saying next. And- Another song on the album was Fairy Tale. Right. And Fairy Tale is the song for my soul, soul this week because. It's about when the honeymoon is over. And all of us has, have experienced that when the honeymoon is over. And you remember when a nigga was the cutest thing walking. And sometimes when he farted, that was even cute. And sometimes when he said stupid shit and he was like, oh, he's so dumb. That was still cute. Mm-hmm. But this is when the honeymoon is fucking over. It is talking about, oh, it's a fairy tale. Oh, that was cute. And it's over now. Fairy tale is a song for my soul because it embodies um, what a lot of relationships end up in, especially when you engulf yourself into thinking that this person is just Prince Charming and Uh it's going to be the best and there's never going to be any bad days. And it's going to be some bad days, especially in any relationship. In any relationship, in any friendship, there's going to be bad days when they let you down. And this song talks about when those fairy tales are over. And that's very important in knowing that it's not going to always be a fairy tale. This is also a song that, you know, you can burn some incense to. You can clean your whole house up like your aunties used to do back in the day. Around 1 p.m. Yeah. Early in the morning. My aunties used to do it at 11 so that way they could still cook Brunch breakfast. Teas. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Um, cook your, you know, clean your whole house up with, mm-hmm. with your bonnet on and your gloves. Um, but this is the song in that vein. I've so if you've never ways heard. To clean your oven, but okay, that's. Um, <laughs> if you have never heard um, Fairy Tale by Tony Michelle Braxton from the Heat album of 2000, do yourself a favor and go check it out tonight. Oh, wow. Um. My song for my soul is from Destiny's Child's first album. Now that we've given Escape still kicking it all four episodes, Escape, I mean Candy, rather, has decided she's not going to record new music with them. She's like, girl, I do these tour dates. (sighs) The next reunion we're going to be excited for includes Beyonce. So we definitely need to foresee. She's reuniting with a microphone, and that's it. I was going to say, because I don't know. 
if Latavia was invited or not, but Latavia was on this song. It's called Show Me The Way. Oh, Lord. From the first album. Um, what would it take for us to get together? I want to know, would you stay with me forever? Um, and it goes into the chorus with Show Me The Way To Love You. Every night and every day, I'm thinking of you. All I need is just a chance to know you. Show me the way, baby. Show me the way. So it definitely falls back into, that's how I got to what my um, social studies was going to be. Oh, okay. Because it was like, show me the way to love you. What what gets you excited about this relationship, being with me, seeing what I'm about, what I do? How do you get turned on? And what's your... And opening those lines of communication, make sure you are saying those things to the person that you're dating, fucking in a relationship with. Come on, or message, or whatever the fuck y'all doing. Make sure that you say those things. That way, you're not broken up by Friday, and then you in the club buying shots. First Friday's December first, World AIDS Day. Your thirst trap picture on the internet. Uh huh. With the hashtag. Uh huh. Um. Avoid those things. Make sure you've had those open lines of communication. At least we would appreciate it. Thanks. Listener questions. Send us your questions to here for a pod at Gmail or to any inbox where you can find us. We have one listener question this week. Prince Kel Patrick asked on his Facebook. It says, it's lengthy. Give you a moment. Serious question for homosexual individuals. Have you guys ever went to God and prayed for a man or a partner? Since homosexuality is frowned upon and is considered to be a quote-unquote abomination, how would you pray for God to send you a God to be your true love? Heterosexual individuals use this method of meditation for their future spouses. Would that mean that homosexuals are excluded? Great question. Prince? Prince Kilpatrick. Great question, Prince Patrick. I've, I've seen him before. I thank you for your support. Um, I believe that um, there's more than one way to God outside of Christianity religion. And even though Christianity religion teaches us sometimes that uh, homosexuality is an abomination, means that you should surpass that. You should go and look into spirituality and getting close to God and not getting close to the the religion that man wrote for people of weaker minds. Um I have definitely prayed, pleaded, begged God for a man or a relationship in my life. And I don't believe that I'm alone in this gay life in saying that. Um, I think that eventually when my time comes for those mm-hmm. things, because the time has come for me seven times before. Okay. I prayed for it, begged for it, and seven niggas showed up, and um, they still wasn't right for me in the long run. <clears throat> but I learned life lessons from them, and Man. that is what I'm most thankful for is because those seven life lessons I learned from them seven niggas, I'm going to be able to apply to the eighth and then hopefully the eighth, the eighth were a wonder. Come on. We'll be able to um, apply those lessons. I'm applying to him and put a ring on my finger when I put a ring on his finger and then we're going to be happy, happily ever after. And then um, 
y'all might see kids and stuff and great pictures on Instagram. I'm gonna be a god mama. Maybe one day. If it's not in the cards, cool. It's not anything wrong with praying for it and hoping for those things because everyone everyone hopes and wants for those things. That's not a heterosexual or Amen. homosexual thing. That is a human thing. Everyone wants to experience love, ex- experience extreme love, experience once in a lifetime love, and it doesn't um just mean heterosexual um uh, what was the name of the movie that won well she thought she won best picture last year and then moonlight won La La it doesn't mean la la land love <laughs> cuz la la land love is really cute when you're 20 to 25 and white and heterosexual but everybody else doesn't live like that okay so it's perfectly okay to pray for hope for want for desire for um love and a relationship and even if you do get it and you just learn a lesson from it and you're just preparing yourself for the next one that's still a great life lesson um i definitely feel like i talk to my god about a lot of different things because my god may not be your god um when you're conservative and you're formal and you're talking to God, he accepts that that's what you have to give. And he knows that me as his child, I'm a little bit more colorful with my thoughts, my imagination, the things that I expect. Because I can cuss when I talk to God. I don't know if all y'all can or not. So but we had that kind of relationship. There's also a video on the internet about he was calling Jesus girl. Ooh, they go to a whole nother place. But um You haven't called Jesus girl before? <laughs> what kind of goddamn conversations are you having with Jesus? I like mean, if you're being your Girl, can you Girl Jesus. Lighten it up. Lighten hey. it up, girl. I don't need all this today. So give me a break. Girl. You have never had a girl moment with Jesus? Mm-hmm. I definitely in my conversations with the God that I pray to, I definitely pray for a man. I pray for um, a raise, and my job do annual raises. He coming. He coming. So January is literally coming, um, like thirty two days away. So I'm praying for that, and I'm praying for a lot of things. I'm praying about the things I need. I'm praying about um, the things that he's already given me, like two microphones for here for a podcast. I'm praying for um, the $500 I need to give GoDaddy due in January. I'm praying to my God about anything. What do I want? What do I need? I'm praying to God for a 60-inch flat screen for my living room. Uh, Yes, I'm praying to him about a man as well. Am I supposed to exclude that? How else I'm supposed to? But that's the heteronormative dynamic of um, people thinking that only heterosexual people and only God-fearing, quote-unquote, and only Christian people pray to a higher power everyone looks to a higher power because we are all inferior to this planet into this world into this universe and we look to something higher to give us things that we feel like will Mm -hmm. complete us and so if tonight i feel like um three more shots might complete me with a good pussy nigga i'm gonna pray to god for that is he gonna be a power verse or a power bottom maybe maybe both all right now you tell me diane um (laughs) 
I wish we could get that printed on shirts. I don't know if Whitney Houston has that trademarked. Still working on the shirts. Give me like three or four more episodes. 2018. I'll be like, oh my god, here for the podcast. t shirts. I'll fight Whitney Mama about that. You tell me, Diane. <laughs> um, but anyway, so to exclude gay people. 2018 is coming, literally. He coming. He coming. He coming. Oh. Um, Gay people cannot be excluded from those things because straight people play, pr- pray for some of the same basic personal shit. So just because I rather fuck a boy than rather fuck a girl does not mean I'm less human and I don't pray the same way. I was watching a Vice documentary on YouTube about gun violence in Chicago and a guy had been shot 11 times or 13 times. It was somewhere between 11 and 13. Oh, they interviewed 50 Cent. And he said, if my 11 gunshots could bring back one of my dead homies, I would take another 11 bullets. I was like, so you praying to God about this? <laughs> oh, I'm laughing at what he's praying to God about. But, you know, it was just like, no, I don't want you to t- I personally would want him to take those 11 bullets. And I wouldn't ask my God to give him another 11 bullets to bring his dead homies back. I... But that's him and his guy's that's, relationship. I and you can't, can't come in judge between him. That. I don't. Yeah. He's got to have that. That's his experience. It is time for last call. So no. Oh wow! There's another segment. There's another. My co-host is. Um, what else? He's missed? going to Miami tomorrow, and so he's trying to get the fuck up out of here. If you're in Miami this week, hit me up. Please do. Um, he needs to see everything on South. I H. am literally looking for a good time. <laughs> Literally looking for a good time. So you are the new um, Samantha James out here looking for a good time. How about that? Uh, this week, um, I am absolutely again not present, not tuning in, not information not on the DVR, not information for. Being brutally honest in hookups. So people, they tell you they don't have a job. Like, okay, so I know I came over here on an e tank, but I got to get back on the e tank as well. Don't tell me that. Uh, that's also not my problem. <laughs> that sounds like your problem and not mine. Um, I have, I have witnessed this awakening in gay men, and I like the awakening. Mm-hmm. But sometimes y'all are too woke. I'm right there. And you need to take a little sedative and go back to sleep a little bit because you you the being, dick wasn't the sedative. You being too woke and so when I'm being being brutally honest in hookups is if um I invite you over okay. for some dick and then you tell me that you got fucked by three other niggas before you about to come to the next dick appointment. Oh wow. That is brutally honest. And I don't know many niggas that Why are do you still need some after three? Mm. Different subject, different day, uh, different podcast. I mean, but that's why we—that's how we got here. So I need to. We are see my symptoms and how to avoid them in the future. I agree. That's how you will end up with a chronic situation. But they are already on a chronic situation <laughs> if they are on dick number four for the evening, and that okay. is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. But you have to assess where you are. In that situation Anyway So people are becoming A lot more brutally honest In their exhibitions mm-hmm. And I'm not here for it Because You lift the veil of What I think about you uh-huh. And you show me 
the debaucherous whore that you might be. Wow. And <laughs> I I might debaucherous whore. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> that if you want to. <laughs> I might be just as debaucherous whoreish as you, but I'm not telling you that I fucked seven niggas this week before you. Well, that your toes are playing it black for Black Lives Matter. My toes are clear. Um, oh, they're clear now. You're mad. Black lives don't matter anymore. You're mad. Okay, I'm just see how niggas. Be I don't mad. want to come over your house and then your toes painted see black. I'm like, be, this how you niggas. You should have told me this because I didn't know my trades painted their toenails. This is how niggas be mad and they be false equivalenting shit. I'm right now. Um, fake news. Quite, but anyway, I I brought this up because I know it's not something that is just. Superman specific uh-huh. It happens often Like niggas are sending you videos Of being and fucked being by fucked other by people other. And I have never sent That's why I'm so glad all of my close friends Are tops cause I know to not do that As a bottom Why would I, That that does not That turns on maybe 1% of tops okay. There are 1% of tops out there that, that love sloppy seconds That love um, Hashtag fetish Yeah that's a fetish um, but love not only sloppy seconds, but just sloppy third, fourth, fifth, sixth, sevens, and that's cool. Not judging you guys, that's great. But know who you're talking to, know your audience. And typically niggas are not enthused when you've sent them niggas pictures videos, pictures of other niggas fucking you. Mm-hmm. And that is from both realms. Like there's there's not many bottoms out there that would like to see me fucking one of their friends no, in a video sorry. and then me send you the video and Don't say send me that. oh look girl this could be you and you know not to send me that this could be you you know not I to send me that I could be throwing to you like you this and then now the bottom the bottom or power bottom or power verse okay. could be in their mind like who the fuck is this nigga fucking like that mm. no this nigga a hoe I can't do this I can't do I can't do that. All of those things all those things come across. I think there's nothing wrong with honesty. Okay. But there's something different in brutal honesty. Brutal honesty is when you are sending me pictures, videos of you fucking the nigga that you fucked two hours ago and then wanting me to fuck you like right after that. But it creamed though. Don't you want it to cream on yours? I'd be like, sir, your anal mucus is acting up. There are plenty of niggas that cream and do other things without you exposing me to your whole whole facts. Oh wow! I talked about this in the YouTube video. Uh-huh. I do not need to know your whole facts. I do not and need to know man. that you fucked 117 niggas here in the area uh-huh. or 117 niggas today. That's a possibility. It's a reality because sometimes niggas' rotation is a little bit different. But I don't need to know that. Just like you don't need to know what my rotation is. No, I don't. Because if, if it's you, a physical situation. Because like, if you knew what my rotation is, and my rotation might include your friend, your cousin, your brother, your um, your exes, you wouldn't want to know that. So just I, like um, you wouldn't want to know or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I just like do? you wouldn't want to know. Just like you would not want to know my rotation. In a freak session or a freak yeah, cookup, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know yours. So keep the brutal honesty just to honesty and not brutal. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like what's the girls be saying? Are you clean? I'm like, we're hashtag 
we all are clean. We are all clean. That's the hashtag. We are all clean. Like, that's so trashy. Um, this week, I am absolutely here for the hashtag church too. Um, after the Harvey Weinstein and everybody else and their mama started getting allegedly and reportedly accused of sexual allegations, people started the hashtag Me Too to mm-hmm. tell their story. And then let's seven whole nights go by hashtag. Seven whole nights. Come on, Tony Braxton episode. Okay. Um, the girls started the hashtag Church Too. Um, one lady named Darlene says, I was raped when I was nine by a member of my church. The pastor and my parents told me I needed to forgive him, and that's what Jesus would do. They made me hug my rapist and tell him I forgave him. Mm-hmm. That was... Emotionally scarring. Very interesting. Um, another person named... I'm scrolling through actual tweets. Um, Debbie tweeted... Debbie I was, Lovato? Debbie... <laughs> Debbie, oh. like the snack. Case. Little Debbie's. Oh, okay. I was 12, but it was viewed as cheating. I had to pray with my abuser's wife for forgiveness. She was so disappointed that I broke her trust. <laughs> I'm 12. Your husband sexually assaulted me. How did I abuse your trust? You took vows with him in front of the God that apparently only you heterosexuals can pray for, a man. He broke your trust. I'm 12 years old. What kind of dream? Um, so there are stories from Kat, um, Rosemary, Carrie, Shannon, Sydney, Abby, Helen. There are stories from so many women telling their stories about hashtag church too. And I know that it's not just, you know, when members of the LGBT community are sexually assaulted by youth pastors or choir directors or... Mm. And we have to feel as comfortable as Abby or Rosemary in telling our stories and posting the hashtag church too. So if you ever needed a place or a reason or a time, hashtag here it is. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely here for the hashtag church too, hashtag me too. Because people are telling their stories and it's helping a lot of people and it's helping a lot of other people tell their stories when when they hear you tell your story and it sounds similar it sounds uh familiar and they they recognize some of the same patterns they you know are are they feel a little more free to tell their stories Uh and that frees someone else from the same bondage that you freed yourself from in the first place um so definitely do not be afraid to tell your story I've told many of my stories to too many motherfucking people, um, and hopefully it freed them from their bondages that they felt in the same stories. Um, sexual assault is, you know, a current and popular topic, and it definitely shouldn't go away, especially long, as long as... They made this girl pray with her rapist. I'm not going to revisit my goddamn Christian experiences, Ooh. but um, I've definitely had some of the same Where Christian was experiences. Where my mother to protect me from that? Like, that is ridiculous. But it's... it's 
sometimes different. It's yeah, an unexpected it, it's, outcome. It's it's different, and sometimes there's really no mothers that can protect you from this. There's no fathers sometimes because when the church has indoctrinated things and said, "Hey, this is a good brother. Go spend time with this quote unquote good brother." Mm-hmm. No good mother and good father is going to take you out of that situation when that good brother is putting his penis in your mouth. There was another hashtag church two story about um, the Bible study person that was saying a lot less. He was saying few of these cases would occur if women would just say yes and go along with what's happening to them. Well, we're going to pray for him. Put him on the prayer list. <laughs> Child, um, it's time for last calls. Yeah. Today we're drinking Jose Cuervo tequila. Blue and if you are unfamiliar with the episode, 30 plus episodes in, I know. this is the part of the show where we take a shot to our last calls of the night. And so when it's last call, you know you got to get your shot in, oh, yeah. um, find a nigga that you're going to go home with for the rest mm. of the night, or decide you're going to go home with yourself. Get your man made off your desk. Yeah, and get the Vaseline and go to work. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so tonight is... Is our last call Jose per Cuba, usual? Blue agave. I know it's going to be problematic, but this week on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Derek J. He came to the um, Girls with Gays party hosted by Nene Leaks. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, I'm here, but." I really need to have a conversation with Nene because she's too rich. I'm sure she has met, well, he didn't say all these things. Um, he was like, Nene should know better. We're in Atlanta. She shouldn't, I'm sure she's ran across the conversation about having a gay as an accessory. And I would like to have the conversation <sighs> with her about the title of this party and how we can be better. I was definitely surprised to see that from Derrick J because Derrick J and Miss Lawrence both Became names on the show as being accessories. As being accessories. No shade, and Derrick J knows that I love him. We and we talk. So and there's no shade, but you know. And he has a project coming out. What's the name of his film? Do you remember? Gay like me. Gay like me. It, it's his apology for um, using the industry and exploiting it to become the person of the stature that he's become. But he explains it and goes through it. I am yet to see it. But every review I've heard of the documentary says it's great. So I hope Derek J will send me a press copy. Um, but I was so excited to see that Derek J wanted to have the conversation with Nene and tell her that it's not right. So my last call is to that because for a long period of time. It's not right, but it's okay. Uh, it got me to fashion queens So you know Going along with it And the exploitation of it um, de- you Definitely thank him for having The backbone to do that Because um, there are plenty Nene of Leakes other is the highest paid person On the you know On um, the cast list Yeah well not just on the cast list On any Real Housewives franchise She's the highest paid And so um, it does take some backbone To say to someone that I don't feel like made either of their careers because they both had careers before Real Housewives of Atlanta, but definitely projected their careers to maybe what it has become eventually. Again, no shade. Um, but it takes it takes some balls or titties 
to uh, step up to those type of people and to say to them, hey, um, I'm not an accessory. Nope. I've never been an accessory. If anything, um, I helped make you. Like you, yeah, literally you, helped. You, you, you would not have been as cute for the cameras if I didn't help this yeah. wig out or put this makeup on for you or tell you that the outfit was not. If good I for didn't you. make these three or four episodes per season possible and, and entertaining, and sometimes um, some of them girls on the show just did it without the gaze, and we knew the difference. Woo! <clears throat> um, I also want to say before we go too far, I was not here for Kenya Moore's transphobic comments. Um, in the same episode, Kenya Moore wanted us to be here for her and Sheree coming together to do a domestic violence um, PSA. And Kenya Moore has definitely used um, more hair care or whatever it's called. She used the platform to be, you know, a platform for her to launch. That other girls have launched, used Real Housewives of Atlanta to be um, for the new single. But for some reason, when it singles. comes to. Social justice, I know we talked about this off the air. For some reason, is domestic violence not a social justice issue? How come transphobia is not a same, the same social justice issue? And so when you're trying to say, oh, how about you go jack off? And did you have your reassignment surgery? You shouldn't still be having that. Why do you? So for King to throw those dicks, I literally was not here for it. But apparently we're all going to throw this under the rug. And just like when Kenya told Phaedra that she needs to go get an AIDS test, that was very, because Apollo might be gay. Y'all live for Kenya. I live for Kenya Lattes. Kenya hosts gay prides and things, so are we going to continue to book her for gay prides? And Kenya is proven to be problematic more than once. But back to Derrick J being here for it, he called Nene out. That was very... Commendable. Absolutely. What are you here for this week? Come on, on a good note. I already talked about what I want to hear for. Um, my last call this week is to um, the men that are same gender loving that continue to uh, mentor young black gay boys um, outside of their sexual preferences and outside of um, what society would have us pretend is normal. Okay. So there was a question um, in social media over the last couple of weeks that um, is it possible that gay men or men that have sexual relationships with other men can mentor young black men um, that are not gay successfully? And I think when I was looking at the discourse, and the discourse was between other heterosexual men and homosexual men Mm -hmm. that are also currently doing the exact same thing that was questioned, Mm -hmm. I was very inspired to talk about it because I am a person that was um, mentored by straight and unknowingly gay men mm-hmm. um, to become the man that I am today. And I think that sometimes us gay men put ourselves outside of the category of mentorship and we need to put ourselves inside the category of mentorship because our perspective 
does need to be heard by one other upcoming homosexual youth and heterosexual youth. Mm -hmm. If I mentor someone that is heterosexual, that does not mean that my homosexuality is bleeding off upon him. He can look at the things that I've accomplished as a man, regardless of who I was fucking when I was doing them or who was fucking me when I was doing them. Those things are not consequential in in the realm of mentorship. And I saw this come up and it uh again it affected me because I thought that it's it's is a really relevant issue to talk about mentorship. Um a lot of gay men feel like they have something to offer in mentorship, but don't because you know I'm, it might be taboo for me to be somebody's mentor and I'm not married and I don't have mm-hmm. kids and this and that. And you're losing out and other people, kids are losing out on your experience because you're holding yourself back from that. And I want us to rethink that uh, structure of thinking because a lot of us have so much to offer in that. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to be married to offer mentorship. You can offer mentorship in what you've been doing professionally, in what you've been doing socially, in what you've been doing economically, without it coming back to who you fuck at night or in the daytime. I will say, or on lunchtime, or on lunchtime. It doesn't have to be circumference by all of those things. and so my last call is to any of those people that are out there that are being a mentor outside of the heterosexual norms. Um, heterosexual mentors are rampant, full, effective, present. We can find them anywhere. But if you are a homosexual mentor and you are mentoring someone that Thank is you. also homosexual or that is heterosexual, you. you are my last call this evening. And you are the true heroes of our generation. Amen. Continue to do what you're doing. Um this this generation would be nothing without you. Continue to do what you're doing. If you are a homosexual man with something to give to heterosexuals or homosexuals, and you are not mentoring someone right now, because when it comes to children, it's not. Really and when you're about. and when you're not mentoring someone Child. right now, you should be. You should be. Find someone to mentor. You don't need to, it. It doesn't need to be a gay person or a gay family. Or anything like that. But you can mentor someone and teach them things that you have known and learned over the years. Amen. Because, like, when you're at those ages, it's not about sexuality. I'm like, what? Child sex? I don't even know. People were calling me gay before I knew what gay was. I don't even know or care. You know, I... Uh, ah, stuff. Um, but that is this week's episode of Here For Podcast. Follow our show on the internet at HereFordPod and HereFordPod.com. My name is Ronald Matters. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. And we will talk to you guys next week. Holla. Bye.